This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off, go to Squarespace.com and use the offer code MILK. This is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about what might be my favorite citrus, and that is the lime. I think it's mine, too. Mm-hmm. We did lemons. We're, we're here for the main event now. We're here for the superior citrus. Uh, we are here for the monster truck rally. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, I feel like everybody thinks about lemons. A lot of recipes call for lemons... Lemons are like what you reach for. But yeah. limes, I think limes are really, they bring something special. They have a, for me, a better blend of sweetness and acidity. Yes, I think that's true. I think they're they're maybe a little bit less sour than lemons. I think so. Um, but, uh, you know, they just have that irreplaceable lime flavor. Uh, <laughs> We're so good at describing yeah. them. They taste they like They taste limes. really limey. Yes. Uh-huh. You know, if you like limes, you're going to love limes. Yes. And if you're ever on a long sea voyage and you don't want to get scurvy, you're really going to love limes. Uh-huh. Um, so can we talk a little bit about different kinds of limes? Because limes are kind of cool. Um, okay. So what is there a name for what I think of as a normal lime? I believe that's the Persian lime. Okay. And uh, they're the ones that you find in the grocery store. Or in Persia. Yeah. And most of the time they're seedless, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I think, I feel like exclusively, pretty much. I So I think that we've mentioned here before the book uh, Oranges by John McPhee. But um, he, in, in this book, he talks a lot about different citruses and how they're grown and whatnot. And I seem to remember this part of it where he talks about the fact that we we have done such a good job of making limes seedless through breeding and things that um, when there was a lime blight at some point and lime growers needed to be able to start some new lime trees, they had to go through something like an entire semi truck filled with lime pulp from the juicing industry to find like three seeds. I would love to go through a semi full of lime pulp. That sounds delicious. I am imagining myself wading through a semi filled with lime pulp right now. (laughs) 
Uh, and, and they found the seeds they were looking for? They did, but I seem to remember the story goes that only like two of them actually sprouted. Like not even all three of them would even work. Wow. Yeah. So, and I know um, there was like a key lime, like the, the key lime groves, the original ones were destroyed by a uh, hurricane at some point. I had no idea. Uh, limes, they, they have a storied history. They do, they do. And I mean, you know, we're just sort of paraphrasing that history. I hope um, we're getting it right. Yes. Uh, so basically, yeah, they, they've... Uh, They've saved people on sea voyages and made people uh, waddle through pulp um, <laughs> and uh, got caught in a hurricane. Uh, it's it's not it's it's hard out there for a lime. It is. It is. Um, you know what I think is really cool though is that there are a few different things that call themselves limes. I mean, I I think that that at least here in the states we get pretty used to limes being normal limes. I'm like not sure if there are any things that call themselves limes unless. Do you think plants talk? I do. Can you hear? Can you hear plants speak? I do. D- did you read that New Yorker article uh, by Michael Pollan about like the intelligence of plants? <laughs> he talked about how like a plant's roots will actually grow toward a pipe that has the sound, or, or a pipe that has just the sound of water trickling through it. Oh, I thought you were going to say like, like that a crack somehow, pipe. No, like that somehow plants can like hear or something. Anyway, so let's go on. Okay. <laughs> anyway, maybe some of our listeners read that article too. Uh-huh. Maybe some of our <laughs> listeners also believe they can talk to plants. Anyway, um, there are these things called Rangpur limes, which I have had before at Poppy here in Seattle. Yes. They look like a, like a clementine from the outside. They're orange, but inside they have green flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I recently tasted something called a mandarin lime, which looks like kind of an ugly lime on the outside. It's kind of green, a little gnarly, but inside it's kind of orange. And it tastes to a Persian lime the way that a Meyer lemon tastes to a regular lemon. It's kind of got like a mandarin crossed with a lime flavor. That sounds great. Yeah, it's delicious. Because I think if you take some orange juice and squeeze a little lime in it, it's an awesome drink. I hadn't even thought about that. So what do you do with limes? So I use them mostly in Mexican, I mean, for drinks, and then mostly in Mexican and Thai cooking. Mm -hmm. So we've talked about Thai salads. We've talked about how tons of lime juice is essential for a refreshing, tart Thai salad. Uh, When I have made various Thai dishes, sometimes they call for kaffir lime leaves. Yes. Can we talk talk about about that? Um, I have an ongoing like uh, uncertainty about what to call those things because um, kafir or kafir is uh, in some places an extremely offensive word. Um, really? Oh, yes. Um, it is uh, in, uh, in South Africa and other parts of Africa an extremely offensive uh, uh, racial slur. And oh, so... Um, is that... So... And it's it's unclear how that word got attached to to the lime, but it's but it's the same word, um, and yet that seems to be by far the prevailing name for it. So if you try and do the right thing and call it someone else, no, but call it something else, no one will have any idea what you're talking about. So is this like if we had some sort of an apple tree that was called I like an? Don't even want to know what you're going to. No, say. I'm just going to say like an N word apple. Um, I, is it like that bad? Well, you know, in in the U.S., it's not that bad because because that word is, is basically unknown. Right. Um, I I think I think it is probably almost that bad in wow. some places. Huh. Well, 
Um, I, I'm never going to think about that word quite the same way. But then, you know, so I've, I've seen it uh, called wild lime, which is, which is very, uh, uh, ambiguous because there's lots of wild limes um the thai word for it is like makrut or magrud um which is hard to say and nobody knows what it means anyway it's the it's the uh, kind of lime with the really thick bumpy skin um and both the uh the peel and the leaves are extremely fragrant uh and uh, aromatic and used a lot in thai cooking Excellent. So, uh, so the leaves that will show up uh, like in a soup, and just a few shred, shreds of leaves will um, give this uh, the super aromatic uh, lime essence to the whole soup. Uh, the uh, the peel is used in, in curry paste a lot, um, and it's really thick and like not much pith, and so you can uh, just put big chunks of it in your curry paste. It's great. Yum, 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 yum. I like to use lime in all the places that you are talking about, of course. I recently... Such as my kitchen. Yes. I just come over to your kitchen and bring all my limes and use them. <laughs> I abuse them and I use them. <laughs> um, no, I uh, recently had the distinct pleasure of going on vacation, which was amazing. That, that vacation is, is a distinct pleasure. <laughs> uh, uh, I went to Costa Rica and um, ate a lot of ceviche. And the ceviche, I think, was made using mostly the mandarin limes. Okay. But um, I think ceviche is, is one of the best places to enjoy the flavor of lime. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, lime is always great with fish. And it's so cool that you can essentially cook fish in lime juice. Have you ever made ceviche? Because I never have. I have made it. Yeah. I mean, it's like the easiest thing in the world. Okay. I should do that because I you love it. You should totally do it. Totally. Um, all right. Should we talk about key limes versus Persian lime? We haven't really talked about key limes yet. Yeah, let's yet. talk about it because we've um, got them in front of us, and I kind of think that we should taste them. Oh, yeah, I think so. So I have, I have some uh, wedges of Persian lime and, uh, and halved key lime here. And uh, I think, you know, I've, I've read a lot of things particularly related to key lime pie, talking about, you know, key limes taste like this, and Persian limes taste like this, and that's why you should use one or the other. And they... People seem to say all kinds of different uh, and conflicting things about them. So let's just lick some limes and see what happens. <laughs> I'm already doing it. Mm. Mm. Limes oh, taste... That's so good. They taste like vacation, don't they? They I really mean, they, do. They really... It's like mm. it's like you're making a cocktail just, just in, your in your mouth. Yeah. We could have gone so dirty with that. I don't see how. But we didn't. <laughs> kind of disappointed in us, frankly. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code MILK. You know, website, online portfolio, what does that really mean? You know, uh, you can go to Squarespace with absolutely no technical skills whatsoever. You can, uh, you can make a great photo gallery. You can sell stuff. Uh, you can make a blog. You can make a website for your restaurant or other food-related or non-food-related business. It's incredibly simple, and you'll have something great-looking and unique-looking in, and, like, 12 minutes. Yeah, because they have something like 20 customizable templates or something. Uh, yes, and these are professionally designed templates, and you can customize them, again, with no programming or crazy technical crap. 
uh, and make them look great and make them look like your own. And did you know that there are over 70 Squarespace employees who are devoted only to customer care? I think that's too many. It's, uh, you know, what I think I like... they should send some of them over to us to be our customer care department. Well, but then we would have to uh, dissolve the Care Bear layer, which is what they call the customer service office. What was the bad? Was there a bad guy on Care Bears who would try to dissolve the Care Bear layer? I can't remember. I can't remember either. Okay, all I know is... But anyway, Squarespace is also really affordable. I mean, you get all this for, I think it starts at only eight bucks a month. Yes, but we can do better than that because uh, if you use the code MILK uh, and sign up for a free trial... Uh, when you make your purchase, um, you will get 10% off your first order. That means if you uh, sign up for a year, you will get 10% off your whole first year and a free domain name. So, uh, you know, I think this would be a good time to thank Squarespace for their support and uh, and say, get on over there, people. Squarespace.com. It's uh, everything you need to make a great website. Is there more to Key Limes than just the fact that they're small? I, I think there is, but let's let's find out. Oh, it's way more sour. It is? I think so. I'm just licking it. Um, it's got a more bitter skin. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's either more sour or just less sweet. I'm not okay, sure if I on. can tell the difference, but try that. Okay. Mm. And the, the juice is kind of yellower. Oh, it is way more sour. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> So, you know, what I feel like I just drank some tequila, but I didn't. It's amazing. This is um we're really having a moment here. Oh man. I can feel the scurvy leaving my body. Do you have a coconut and can we drink it on up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. So, have you ever made key lime pie? Uh, I absolutely have made key lime pie, and I've made it with key limes, which are such a pain to to juice um, because they're too small to go on one of those citrus reamers that you put over a bowl, and so and they're full of seeds, and so you have to just squeeze them painstakingly by hand, and you need a lot of them to make one pie, and then you have to filter, uh, strain the juice, and I've never actually done a side by side comparison. I just figure if it's called key lime pie, I should be using key limes. That's very good of you. I've never made key lime pie. When when I made navy navy bean soup, I figured I needed to join the navy, <laughs> or at least have that in the navy song playing in the background. Yeah, uh, is that by the Village People? Yes, yes, it is. Did you wear chaps? Um, yeah, I actually um, I was the construction worker. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, uh, what about lime curd? Oh, so I was supposed to make some lime curd for today's episode. Oh, I wasn't going to out you, but thanks for outing yourself. <laughs> um, maybe I'll make it and post the recipe on my blog or something. But anyway, when I was a kid, my mom found this recipe for lime curd. I think it was either in like like a gourm- like a cookbook put out by Gourmet Magazine or maybe like a Martha Stewart recipe. I don't know, but. Basically, it's like lemon curd, um, only with limes. Uh, it did use a little bit of lemon, butter, egg yolk, and it is delicious, kind of slathered on a butter cookie. It oh, is fabulous. Yeah. I mean, lemon curd is a great thing. Yeah. Lime curd is really wonderful, especially if you like limes. Um, oh, and I think we should remind people that uh, the reason we're not talking about limeade is because we're going to be doing a, a summer lemonade limeade episode. Yep. Um but uh, yeah, um, lemon curd, lime curd is, is sort of sort of magical because I, I feel like it, it maybe goes back to a tradition of like uh, desserts and sauces um, that are sort of custard like um, mm-hmm. that I associate with England, like, maybe. Yes, the, um, the English 
puddings. Yeah, that that are that you know had their day a hundred years ago or more, mm-hmm. um, and uh, only the best of them have hung on. And uh, lemon and lime curd are definitely among the best of them. I think a lime curd trifle would be incredible. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. Or I just like to put it on English muffins. I think we should do an English muffin episode. Okay, I let's really do like an English, English muffin episode. Okay, great. Hey, don't you put limes in that corn dish that we just mentioned in the <laughs> salsa episode? Um, yes. It's this like sautéed corn with butter and jalapenos and lime juice, and it is so delicious. Um, yeah, you know, lime juice, it, uh, it brings anything up to, I was going to say the next level, but that's kind of a cliche. It brings, it brings everything up to a... To the next level. It, uh, it's a quantum leap in flavor. <laughs> wow. Because that's not a cliche at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Matthew, um, Matthew and I are professional writers. That's right, <laughs> folks. Um, I, I know something that, that uh, um, I would uh, like to mention, which is um, lemons and limes, I think um, not everybody knows that they should be stored in the fridge. That's a really good point. Um, I, I am sometimes guilty of leaving them on the counter. And they go bad, like, instantly. Yes, and they're not one of those fruits or vegetables like tomatoes that um, lose all their flavor. If you put them in the fridge, they stay totally fine and juicy and flavorful, and they last, like, 12 times longer. Yeah, they definitely, mine inevitably start molding or shriveling if I leave them on the counter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're always trying to grow some sort of culture. I am. <laughs> but you're ne- but you're never going to get cultured that way. I knew that you were yeah, going to go I there. Know. I knew it. Anyway, this has been a really fun show. I mean, you know, as usual. And if you like this show, <laughs> you can find it online. <laughs> you probably already found it. At SpilledMilkPodcast.com. Uh, Where we'll post some links to recipes that we've discussed today. Oh, yeah, like the lime curd recipe mm-hmm. and... Uh, Maybe your, uh, your corn, my corn. That you keep forgetting about. Um, are, are we just going to post a link to that corn recipe every week and yes. find some way to work it in? Yes, and maybe we could also post a recipe to. I, I bet you've put up some Thai stuff on your blog. Yes, I'm sure we can find some Thai stuff. Great to, to link to. Okay, um, and don't forget to go to squarespace.com, get your free trial, make an awesome website, and sign up with the code Milk. Mm-hmm. And until next time. Thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. It's uh, like putting a cocktail in your ears. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. I'm Matthew. I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk. (laughs) (laughs) We'll start over now. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work or just enjoying a relaxing week away, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, and if you're a spilled milk listener, we bet that sometimes you want to cook when you travel. And Town Place Suites by Marriott has a Weber grill on the patio. They've got a microwave, dishwasher, stovetop, full-size refrigerator. You are good to go. In other words, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy.